Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. the downs all that stuff the fans don't really get to experience the season like they used to mm-hmm. when they're the ones pouring millions of dollars into this product <laughs> like it's it's all about them so that's why we appreciate you Isaiah McKenzie to give the real story of this league the real story of the ups mm-hmm. the downs and it was a rough one it was Sunday a, was at Highmark Stadium yeah. um, <laughs> had to look at the score here 41-15 <laughs> didn't know if Jonathan Taylor ran in for a sixth five it was a lot. That was a lot of touchdowns. It was tough. I mean, how do you how do you process a game um, like that? Short week. Um, got another game Thursday. So other than that, it's just I know that was that was kind of rough. I kind of did some klutzy things out there. That was like that was it was a bad bad game overall. So it was just like gotta move on. At least the game's not Sunday. It's Thursday, so it's a quick transition. That's the thing. I mean, I do you do you want to get right back on the field after a game like that? Or yeah. do you kind of want to, you know, lick your wounds a little bit? No, 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 no. No? No. no. Uh, I just feel like when it's a shorter week, because whenever, whenever you have a bad game, I don't know, like, I, 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 in football, yeah, whenever you have a bad game, it's just like, I got to wait all the way to Sunday. You got to wait a couple of days. I got to dwell on this, watch the film over and over. These next few days, we're not, it's, it's, it's just like, hey, we got to move on to the Saints. You know, we get to go back on the field and, you know, you know do better than we did last week and try to come out with the win. So did like today? How does today work then? Like uh, it's we go I, watch we go watch the film. Um, usually we have like a little chill day. We watch the film, we talk about it, and everything like that. We kind of watch the film a little bit, talk about it. We had to go to practice, and then come back down to practice, watch more film, and then it's just like we move on to the Saints. And then so tomorrow we have practice, and Wednesday we leave. So it's like a quick turnaround. Yeah, you don't really have time to kind of just wallow in your sorrows no. too long, which is a good thing. I don't thing. think a lot. I don't think we we want to do that. You know, I don't even think Coach McDermott wants us to even think that way. You know, you know I know it's kind of rough 
on everybody right now. So, what, so to you, what happened out there? I mean, it, watching it at home, it just seemed like the Colts are this physically dominant team, both sides of the ball, mm-hmm. kind of pushing Buffalo around. But you, you were out there. Yeah. What did it? What, what really happened? They're a very good team. They're a very good team. The, the record doesn't say much about them, but they're a very good team. Uh, we turned the ball over. I turned the ball over. You know what I'm saying? Josh, you know, we threw interceptions, you know, defense. We, they ran all over us. So, I mean, overall, it's just a team loss. Just like it would be an overall team win. You know what I'm saying? It was an overall team loss, and we understand that part. So, we just got to come out and do better. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is why people love you, though. You don't ignore those elephants in the room. No, no I don't. Little I don't turf know. monster. It's going <laughs> to happen to the best of them. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. What, so what, I don't know what just happened. It was, it was slippery. It's windy. It's rainy. Yeah, so... When I basically I tried to I was I don't even know like I don't I never like I was moving too fast and I tried to make whatever and my foot slipped on under me and then the ball came out I was like I was not expecting that part and it was just like it went down here from there so I was like all right oh. I think everybody can feel for you too <laughs> like watching that play so the ball comes out and everything almost just slows to a crawl it's yeah. like slow motion and like you're laying there you see the ball I can't imagine what's going through your head yeah, well, I was I was planning on getting up, but somebody pushed me back down, so I just stayed there, and I watched the ball, and he took it, and I'm like, oh, this is bad. And I was like, you know what? Freak accident, whatever. Yeah. So. It happens. Yeah. Right? I don't think I ever had that happen to me before, so it is what it is. I mean, who, uh, I don't know, it's like we've talked about on here, it's not like the movies, right? It's not like, uh, yeah, no. you know, after the game... You've got a coach in the locker room giving you a rah-rah motivational. I don't. Maybe it's the case, but who speaks up after a loss? Well, like after that? that type of loss, I feel like everybody's just quiet. You know what I'm saying? Um, McDermott talks to us, and then we kind of got to go our separate ways. It's like, hey, especially with a short, short turnaround, we just got to transition to the next game. You know, next game. So that's what we kind of did today. Try to transition as much as we can and get that game behind us. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we see him in the playoffs or, you know what I'm saying, if we get there, maybe we see him in the playoffs or we see him again, you know, a different outcome. So we just got to keep going. Is it, is it hard to stay upbeat? I mean, we're, what, six and four? I mean, it's not a bad record. You know? yeah. I mean, yeah. six and four, we lost a couple games. We probably we thought we shouldn't have lost, you know what I'm saying? It didn't go our way. So six and four is not a bad place to be, you know, right now. Everybody's in the race. Everybody's in the hunt. So we just got to keep on doing what we're doing and just fix, you know, fix the problems and stuff like that. Well, I want to give you an opportunity to put me in my place then, Isaiah. <laughs> Please. Um, at, at the risk of this turning into first take, you know, Stephen A. style, <laughs> I got to come clean. I, I, I wrote a column basically saying that this is a physically soft team out oh. of this game. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you um, look at the NFL today. All right, yeah. here's, let me just give you a little reasoning here. So... Teams are playing with the too deep shell a lot, yeah, right? Too high. Teams are not just Buffalo, but like drafting lighter players, uh-huh. um, quicker players. Because it seemed like, all right, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, this is the future of the game. So I feel like teams kind of started building their teams to defend that player. Yeah. And then what happens in 2021? You've got Henry, Jonathan Taylor, a lot of these back. Like teams are just giving it to the backs and saying, yeah. go to town. So. I don't a criticism that's out there. I think a lot of worry that fans have is okay, are the Bills tough enough? Are they physically tough enough right now to win a championship? Let's hear it from <laughs> Isaiah McKenzie. I would say we, we're tough enough. It's just you know what I'm saying the games the games we've lost. I mean, on the defensive side of the ball, that's the first time I've ever seen the defense get handled like that. You know, the whole season. You know, and uh, on the offensive side of the ball, we're kind of a pass first type of team when it comes to that. I mean, when we need to run the ball, I mean, obviously we can work on that and that's things we need to work on. But other than that, I feel like we have the pieces, we have the game plan, we have the coaches, we have the players to get it done. It's just, you know, some things just don't go your way sometimes. It's just like the Chiefs in the beginning of the season. Everybody thought the Chiefs were done. Look at them now. There's what, six and four now, seven and four, and they're getting the train roller. It's just a matter of time till, you know, certain teams just peak, you know? It's a long season, 17 yeah. games. You're right. Everybody was pretty much writing the Chiefs off. And yeah. I think I saw a graphic, too. I mean, you guys, statistically, it might have been ESPN, have, like, the highest percentage of a chance to get to the Super Bowl still when you throw all the metrics in there. So it's, like, yeah. it's not all gloom and doom. <laughs> yeah. I get it. But I also get, like, okay, like, the concern, the worry mm-hmm. um, with 
where the game is and the way you guys play. But, I mean, so to you, what is the identity of the team? You mentioned they're throwing the ball a lot. You mm-hmm. have a, an MVP caliber quarterback. You've got so many receivers that they can't even get you on the field. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Maybe that's the key. Oh, but, I, just, I mean, that, that's kind of the identity, right? I mean, can it, can it work? I, I just feel like we have a lot of – I feel like we're just trying to find our identity. You know what I'm saying? We want to be a balanced offense. We want to run the ball and throw the ball. You know what I'm saying? We have Josh back there that can throw it. You know what I'm saying? We have the running backs and you know, things like that. So it's just like we got to find out what we want to do and stick to it no matter what happens. It does seem – so the Sean McDermott we see at the podium, who's pretty calm, <laughs> yeah. direct, you know, he didn't – I think some coaches, for better or worse, after a game like that, might kind of go, go nuts in a sense or try to, try to motivate you guys publicly. Is he, is he pri- like he is privately publicly, like behind the scenes? Is um, that what you're seeing? I feel like he's even killed in the media and, you know, off the record. He's just – He's just like, hey, this is what we need to do. This is what we need to get done. This is how we're going to do it. And he kind of just leaves it to the players. You know what I'm saying? The players, because we play the game. You know, he doesn't play the game. He just gives us directions, and we just got to follow him the best way we can and just try to put our own twist to him. Because at the end of the day, we're on the field playing the game, and, you know, he's going to do so much. It does seem like when the getting's good with this team, it's good. I mean, at this point last season, you're blowing teams out by 20, 30 points. Mm Somehow you just got to get that, that mojo back. Yeah. You know? And I feel like now it's 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 good time to be where – not good time to be, but where we're at right now is not too bad. You know what I'm saying? We just got to find a way to win these games and just, you know, start peaking. And start just like all the other teams. The Patriots are doing well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're finding their groove. We just got to find our groove. And I feel like when we find it, you know what I'm saying, it just – everything will go away. <laughs> do, you, do you take it upon yourself as – I mean, you're a veteran. Yeah. Um, you were here when the team was six and ten. Josh Allen's a rookie. Nobody knows where this thing's gonna go. So, so you've been here really from day one of the process. Yeah. Um, do you take it upon yourself to kind of be that voice to maybe help in in a moment like this? I mean, this is a team at a crossroad right now. This is. I don't think it's exaggeration. I mean, this is kind of a defining moment for the team <laughs> into the Saints game and then the yeah. two Patriot games. But you and, and everything you've been through, you know, in life and football, um, are, are you somebody that can speak up? Um, yes, I can totally speak up. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just got to, you know, take a, a leadership role, we'll say. You know, we have a lot of captains on the team that do a great job. And I, mean, I can speak up in, you know, my areas of the game, do better in my, you know, at, at what I do. And then, you know, just do what I can, you know, keep my personality up, keep everybody else you know, high when they're low and things like that. So my job is to come in every day, do my job, and keep the excitement. So what really – I mean, we've hit on a lot of stuff kind of all over the place, mm-hmm. but, you know, it, do, it does kind of go back to, to square one for me. I mean, out of high school to college to the pros, you've overcome adversity, you know, mm-hmm. on, on so many different levels. Do you, do you kind of lean in on those experiences when this is a team going through some adversity right now? Um, kind of. <laughs> I would say just – what we're going through right now is just like, it's like, a, like I said, we're trying to find ourselves. It's just like as a kid you know, growing up, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to find yourself, what you want to do with your life and things like that. It's just like, you know, like football. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah. We're trying to find out if we want to run the ball, throw the ball more, be a balanced team. Trying to figure it all out. And when you do figure it out and you get it good at one thing, then you take it to the highest level. I mean, you can drive yourself nuts, though. Yeah. I mean, mental health is such a big thing. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of players have spoken up. On, uh, on, on what they've been dealing with, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't imagine being in the middle of that kind of stress. You've been through it, you know, back to you know high school and not getting out opportunities, getting your grades up. Georgia not getting the ball, finally getting the ball. The pros, everything in Denver. You're on kind of the fringe of the NFL. Like, how how have you kind of dealt with the men- the mental side of the game? Because these ups and downs, they eat up a lot of people. Yeah. It, it really can. Um, I just think of all the positives, you know. Um, just like the other day, when I stumbled and I fumbled the ball, I'm just like, well, I, when I got on the sideline, I was like, okay, next play, that's fine. And then at the end of the game, I'm just, I'm just in my head, I'm like, you know, how did, I, how did that happen? You saying we lost this game, I was part of the reason, da, da, da. And then I thought about it, I was like, you know what? I'm still the best returner in the league right now, so it doesn't really matter at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so I, just, I thought about that and I'm like, 
there's nothing, nothing's going to change for me. I'm still going to go back there, catch the ball, do what I do, make the plays I've been making. You know what I'm saying? I just got to limit the mistakes. And it hasn't been many. It's just, you know, that one mistake is not going to define who I am. I love it. That's such great life advice, isn't it? Yeah. Multiply the good thoughts in your head. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, when, I mean, when you have a lot of good thoughts, it's, it's easier to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Best returner in the league then? Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't shake the confidence there? No. And where can people vote you into the Pro Bowl? Say it again? And where can people vote you into the Pro Bowl? I, I don't know the website. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Google's is it, for. Is it NFL.com? Is it probably, NFL? yeah, probably. NFL.com yeah. vote. Yeah, so. Yeah. But you got to think that way. You yeah, do. Of course. Yeah. It never changes. Because I look around the league and I'm like, well, this return is having the way worse day than I am having. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it happens. It happens to the best of us. And I'm obviously one of the best. So. Do you, do you just shut down social media, you know, on a day like today? Uh, do you, do no. you care what people say? No, no. I mean, I, I, I see it, I hear it, things like that. Everybody has their, you know, everybody's a coach when you're losing a game, you know? Yeah. So I just take it with a grain of salt. Like, hey, it is what it is. I mean, I was hanging out with Chase Claypool uh, with the Steelers a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago. And, you know, some guys like him, they just, they don't, they don't give a damn. They don't, no. people say stuff and it's whatever, you know, he's really opinionated on there and doesn't care. <laughs> there are some players, I mean, we had, did a podcast with EJ Manuel and when, when he was the quarterback in Buffalo, he gets benched. He's on social media. He's saying what people are saying. People are running into him at the mall and rolling their eyes. It, bo it, it bothered him mm. big time in 2014. Mm. It can go one way or the other. As it a can. pro, you, you really do have to deal with that mm. some, some way actively. So you just don't care? No. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I mean, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like a happy-go-lucky dude. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be angry at somebody saying, hey, yo, you shouldn't have dropped the ball. Like, yeah. all right, well, you try it. You know what I'm saying? And, and last week we're talking about a bullet literally grazing your arm as a oh, kid. Yeah. So perspective, right? Like, yeah. yeah. See There's a body on your doorstep, you know, There's catch a bullet. In that, you know, so. It's football. It is. That's, that's sage advice. So, all right, well, we're going to move on to other topics, but do you want to dwell on this loss anymore? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. <laughs> Can't wait to Thursday. Thursday. I mean, how, so what's Thanksgiving like when you play on Thanksgiving? I, I don't, you said you don't really do anything big for Thanksgiving mm. either way. It's not like you can go home to the family yeah, anyway. No. So maybe, is, is it that different, that playing on a holiday like that? No, actually, we played in 2019 when we played Dallas, the Cowboys. Oh, that's right, yeah. We played on Thanksgiving, and then last year we didn't play on Thanksgiving. But it's no different, you know what I'm saying? You try to, it's, there's nothing to do there. That was the game that really put the team on mm -hmm. on the map nationally, mm -hmm. wasn't it? I mean, yep. what do you remember about that night in Dallas? What do I remember about that night? Uh, Cole Beasley had a good game. He had a great game, um, and then we just took off from there. I just felt like everything was clicking. You know what I'm saying, and it wasn't even our best team. It was 2019. We had me, John Brown, Cole Beasley, Andre Roberts was a Turner. You know, Josh, you know, getting on the scene. Yeah. He had a decent running game. We weren't even the best team, but we came out there and fought. So it was good, though. I mean, up, up to that point, there were a lot of doubters. Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, I was one of them. It didn't, you know, we didn't really know, <laughs> like, where the Bills were. Yeah. Um, to go into Dallas and went, wasn't the play. I mean, Josh Allen, when he picked up that fumble. Yes. Kind of ran over a dude, throws the fist pump. Was that, was that the moment when you think maybe people really started to think, all right, this, this guy isn't just, you know, some wild-armed kid from Wyoming? Um, I feel like that showed, showed his grit, you know what I'm saying? Like he just, like he fumbled, he grabbed the ball and took it, you know, got the quarterback sneak and we got the first down. But I felt like he's a gritty, he's a gritty player regardless. Like, so that's, those, that just shows, like, how Josh is. You know what I'm saying? He wants to win, he's competitive, and he's going to do everything he can to win. Those emotions, it can be tough to keep in check. Oh, I mean, you're, you're kind of the guy that calms yeah. Stephon Diggs down, <laughs> yeah. calms Josh Allen down. Maybe, maybe that's what's needed right now, a little bit. Little, maybe yeah. that guys are a little kind of jazzed up out there. Yeah, it's, it's totally fine. Yeah. Well, now, like this past game, I let Diggs, you know what I'm saying, say what he wanted to say. So I kind of like stepped back a little bit. What's that? I just kind of like stepped back a little bit, let Diggs say what he wanted to say this game. So <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so the Saints... Yes. What do you know about him? Have you looked at it? <clears throat> uh, yes, a little bit. Not really. It's early. Probably tonight and tomorrow I'll look more into him. Yeah. So not, today we just kind of looked at the, the game and then it, practice. And, yeah, you know. 
What you know? We, we, one thing we haven't even touched on. I can't believe it. We were sitting here at, at Misters in, in East Aurora. Just had the beef on wick. It was unbelievable. Smoked beef on wick. What is that? You don't know what beef on wick is? No. Oh man. Do you know what chicken wings are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's a good start. But yeah, beef, beef on wick. It's huge in Buffalo. It's ro- roast beef on a wick roll. What's a, a horseradish in there? What's a wick roll? It's a it's a roll with you know some seasoning on top. Do we need an expert? Yeah, my, my wife runs Feed Me Buffalo. Get, get her up here maybe to describe it. So <laughs> It's unbelievable. But you own a restaurant. I yeah. don't know if many people know this. You uh-huh. own your own barbecue restaurant. Yes. Down there right in Miami, correct? Yes. Like, how, how did that come to be? How did your... You know, a lot of guys do some stuff off the field. I, I don't know many people who have their own restaurant. Um, well, I met this guy named Mel Rodriguez. It's a short story. I met this guy named Mel Rodriguez. He's from Austin, Texas. So it's Texas Craft Style Barbecue. And... This is my first time learning like what a brisket was, um, like all this the meats I've never heard of. Like I think of when I thought of barbecue, I thought of like ribs from like Chili's or Applebee's or something like that. I didn't know about, I didn't know nothing about brisket, uh, pulled pork. Uh, um, what else? It's a lot of other stuff. That I had no idea, but I met him and we got into contact and we started. Coming up with ideas last year. Last year we came out with ideas. We became a pop up. Mm-hmm. He was making all the food, and a lot of people enjoyed it. So after the season, uh, no, actually that was two years ago. No, that was last year. After the season, this year, yeah, before the season this year, I kind of after the season of last, yeah, after the season last year, before the season this year, we were thinking about opening up a restaurant, and then I was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's make it happen. So that's kind of what happened. It's like. But it, it seems like you didn't you didn't have this huge passion for it. It just kind of happened then. Well, no, I no, I didn't have a huge no, I didn't. I haven't. I, <laughs> I didn't have a huge passion like, for when it. When I first heard, I'm like, oh man, Isaiah is just this big barbecue guy, just <laughs> no. cooking up all this stuff. Well, I kind like throughout the process of last year, I kind of learned about what a brisket was, pulled pork, okay. how it's cooked, and all that stuff. And I started getting into getting into barbecue. So I started watching Netflix series, reading books, and I kind of know it. You know, different meat. So I started going like, like, uh, like meat companies that sell meat, and I started figuring out like they massage cows and all that. Like massage cows? Yeah, it's it's wild. Like it's different. The, the people massage the cows? Yeah, they massage them a certain way. They feed them a certain. I never knew that. Place. That seems uh, strange. See, isn't that something new, right? Yeah. Like I, I think it's I think it's wagyu, wagyu. <laughs> It's like they massage the cows, they feed them different type of grass, it's like all this type of stuff. So I learned a lot about it. So now I know a lot about barbecue, and I know what I'm selling now. But yeah. before, I didn't know I was selling. But um, so, yeah, now I feel like I got a huge, pa- I have a, not a passion for it, but I'm more into it than I was when I was younger. So you were just genuinely curious about it all. And yeah. the more you read about it, it's like, oh, wow, this is, this is kind of crazy. I want to yeah. learn more. Yeah, so that's what I kind of did. And then... Now it's, I don't want to toot my own horn, but we have like the best barbecue in South Florida. Yeah, Go right so, ahead. Yeah. Number one in South Florida, best yes. barbecue. New, you ever heard of the New Times? Yeah. New Times? Yeah, so number one in New Times. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, so that's pretty good, I think. What's the key to, um, you know, making a good brisket or you know, pick whatever <laughs> dish you want? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Do you know how to make brisket? I, I've ate. Eating it here, it's unbelievable. I don't know how to make it. I don't know how to make it. I, I have no idea. Yeah. But I watch, I watch it cook. That's about it. That's about it. So you said you watched you watch the Netflix series too? Yeah. Nice. Netflix series, is, it's about Texas barbecue. And it, they go to a couple of different restaurants, barbecue yeah. restaurants. And then like you see like everything. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. <laughs> it's a lot. Isn't it? I mean... You know, just back to like the, the the mental health. I think a lot of guys that maybe kind of go down that darker path and struggle at a moment like this as a player, they don't have these other interests, mm-hmm. right? They're very one dimensional and maybe are taking their work home and thinking about a fumble or a, a drop or a, you know something that went wrong again. Is is that maybe what's important? Is having these other interests too, like uh, being well rounded and, and and keeping things in perspective. I, I don't think well after this loss I didn't think it like oh I got barbecue you know I didn't think that <laughs> but I get what you're saying uh, those are cool and all but yeah. at the same time it's just like 
like I guess keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah. The main thing is football. But in the off season, obviously, I think about all the other so stuff. So you don't really do much Dur- during the season. You don't really. Actually, I do a from lot. From up here? Well, for, I do a lot, but I say it's not a lot for me, but it might be a lot for somebody else. Yeah. Like, like, at the restaurant, I do payroll. I set the schedules, the hours. Like, every, anything Damn. I can do from up here, I do it. Do you, so. Really, during the season, you do all that? Yeah. Well, this is my first time doing it. So okay. I, eventually, I'll have somebody else help me, but right now, I'm just learning how to do it, so I would rather do it myself until I fully know what I'm doing. What kind of boss are you? Ooh. You like firing people left and right, or I fired two people. Two people. Ooh. Can <laughs> why? Why'd you have to fire him? Um, one was giving away his hours, so I like if he doesn't want to work, I wasn't gonna have him be there. And then the other person, uh, uh, hmm. the other person. Oh, the other person didn't get along with the chef, so I couldn't fire the chef. So I had to fire him. <laughs> so they didn't do anything wrong? It was just uh Yeah, it's just like I couldn't fire the chef. Like I would get make the brisket. Like so I kinda like had to let you go, you know? It's like Was it uh it was it was a pretty pretty bad relationship then? Yeah, they were yeah. it's just like, hey, he was he was saying the chef was bossing him around, telling him to do stuff. I'm like, Well, it is a job. And then and and how I fire well, I don't want to say fire people, but how I let people how we part ways it's just like every every tuesday i'm here so like i would have to zoom call and like hey give me your voice of reasoning and i tell you what we're gonna do blah 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 and then whether you stay or leave you we don't end on bad terms you know okay what I'm so yeah but luckily those are in person so yeah I always hate it every January, you know, when all these coaches get fired in the NFL, oh, and yeah. it's announced as this mutual parting of ways. Yeah. I mean, as a team, just come on. Have the guts to say you fired the guy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, you fired him. You mm-hmm. let him go. It had to be done. <laughs> it had, had to be, be done. Yeah, yeah. But you enjoy it. It's, 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 no, it's a passion. No, I don't enjoy firing Not people. the firing, the oh. restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah. All right, and also, I think this week you were doing some salsa dancing. Want to elaborate on what was going on? I was. There? I think you put something up on Instagram. Oh, it was old. It was yeah, it was an old Instagram oh, okay. post. Yeah, me and my sister. Oh, okay, it was a birthday. Nice. Been. Well, is the salsa dance gonna make an appearance out there on the field anytime well, soon? If I get get in the end zone, yeah. yeah. But other than that, no. I thought you might be getting the ball more this past week. No, no, no. no. Probably he thought wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but once we got down twenty four seven, it was just like nope, Isaiah's not getting in. Maybe. Maybe that's a time to try something yeah. new, right? I don't know. Hey, if this if, if this is it's a hard time for Diggs right now, so I gotta wait. <laughs> Definitely gotta wait now. How so? I don't, you know, just you know, like the media. You know what I'm saying? Diggs is you know what I'm saying, not getting the ball, da da da. As people would say, but Diggs is holding on well. So, I mean, he had the big big week against the Jets. It seemed yeah. like you know, yeah. got it back there a little bit, but. Yeah. That's there, gotta be a lot of people would say a lot of us are not getting involved, even the main guys. So they're trying to figure that out still. That's gotta be tough as an offense. So you have all these different weapons, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's it's at it's best when when Allen is kind of picking the matchup, finding the open guy. But then you do have this special talent in Diggs. Mm-hmm. I just keep thinking about Cleveland. Maybe there's other factors there, but you know, Odell Beckham is a star. It just didn't work out for whatever reason. They yeah. were better with him off the field. Yeah, I said yeah. But it, maybe because Baker is like forcing it to him. I don't know. Like that's a tough position to be in as Josh Allen, it where you got this guy, especially when you got a bunch of guys, like you said, and then you got Diggs. You know, what I'm saying you want to give him the ball, but it's just like, hey, well, Gabe's open. Why not throw him the ball? But it's like, it's just hard, you know. So I, for for people who might have missed it, last week you talked a little bit about your job with Stephon Diggs, right? Like yeah, where, yeah. When he when he gets when he gets all worked up, and he's ticked off, and he's not getting the ball, and he's frustrated. You, you got to step in and, and help him out a little bit. I'm his babysitter. Yes, I'm his babysitter. <laughs> so I just kind of calm him down and keep him level-headed, you know, during the game. And then after the game, I don't care what he does. But, you know what I'm saying, during the game, I just got to keep him calm. How do you keep Stefan Diggs calm? He doesn't seem like a calm guy. He listens. You know what I'm saying? It's just certain people we don't listen to because he probably don't, you know, just dislike them, you know? Like, it's just like, I don't know. It's it's hard. Yeah. Like, as a, he's a team, like, as a as a player a teammate like he's cool to us i'm saying he'll listen to us yeah. I'm not saying he won't listen to coaches but 
when things aren't going his way with, with you know, the game plan and things like that, I mean, he, he does have a, he does have a, a reason to be mad. Yeah. And I just try to keep him level-headed, like, hey, you can't be mad. Josh is getting sacked right now, so we got to wait, you know? I got to try to give him something, you know? It's got some issues back there. Yeah, Quarterback's running for his life. Yeah, so we can't get you the ball right now, but we will get you the ball. How much is, you know, not to get too wonky with the X's and O's, but, like, how much is it with, you know, we talk about those two safeties sitting yeah. back, right? It's not like this foreign concept. I mean, defenses did it before, yeah. but are they using that to slow him down? Are they doing anything different I would say, to your offense this season? I would season? say that you, you, they're using that to slow them down. And at the same time, they want us to run the ball. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people would think we can't run the ball and because we, we like to pass the ball. Yeah. So Physically two, soft, right? That's what we're Yeah, saying. that's what they would say. You know, a lot of people would say, you know. But um, <laughs> a lot of people think we can't run the ball, so they run a too high shell, and it stops the passing game. So it is kind of, you know, whatever. Oh, man. I don't know. I think offensive coordinator Isaiah here. Maybe that's that's where you start. You know, let's let's give it to Singletary, Breida, McKenzie. Look, I was watching San Francisco. The things they're doing with Debo Samuel. Oh, man. I mean, they got him on reverses and jet sweeps, and it could awesome. be a role there. It could be a role. It was a role at one point, but you know, the good old days we call it, right? Good old days. The good old days. <laughs> hey, maybe we can get him out here to the show. Who? Debo. Let's get him out here and, and McDermott. Let's get him on out and. <laughs> good, you know? luck. good luck with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of babysitting, oh man, how's the babysitting going? The real babysitting. Which one? I saw your post. You were watching uh, the other Isaiah oh, yeah. skit again, right? Yep, yep, yep. We were doing a little dancing, yeah, hanging out, stuff like that. So this wasn't just babysitting. Oh, okay. You didn't leave him there by himself again? No, no, that's not this time. Okay, that's good. Didn't give him candy and hope for the best. I gave him chocolate. And I got in trouble for giving him chocolate, but I'm like, he's a kid. <laughs> does he have Does he have teeth? Yeah, he got like two. He's two. Oh, I thought he was like one, one and a half. No, he has two teeth. He's one years old. So when you have teeth, chocolate's fair game. It is fair game. It's not. They're not growing in yet. Well, they're like halfway. So Isaiah Hodgins, right? Yeah, Hodgins. Okay, Hodgins. Yeah. He wasn't happy with you when you did that. No, his mom. The mom wasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Life in the hotel is going good, though. Anything new? <clears throat> How's Poppy? Oh, he's good. He's good. Poppy's he's training. Daycare. Yeah. Did, did you bring your dog this time? He's not here? No. Okay. No. <laughs> well, before we open up for questions, figured we'd... You know, anything else you want to get into, Isaiah? It was, it was a tough game, tough week. I think a lot of fans here might be wondering, all right, where's this team going to go? Maybe mm -hmm. they're losing a little faith. They've seen this story before. You know, we've, I've got my father-in-law here. He went to all those Super Bowls, right? They've had their hearts ripped out in different ways. Now a new generation's wondering, what's, you know, this, this was a Super Bowl team. This was a team on the rise. Now it's 6-4. and four. Now getting pushed around. Yeah. I, I, can, you, can you, like, bring some optimism, some hope, or <laughs> is it just, no, you know, let's... It's a wrap, you know, 2022. Um, no, it's not a wrap. <laughs> Wait. I would just say it's just, I mean, you got to go, you got to deal with the ups and downs, you know? Yep. And nobody said we was going to be undefeated or perfect, you know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of, it's kind of tough when it's like, of course, you want your team to go undefeated. You want your team to win the Super Bowl. You want, and you want your team to make every single play, you know what I'm saying? Offense, defense, and special teams. And I can understand, you know, from a fan standpoint, it's just like, you want everything to go right. Yeah. Everything to go perfect. Like, you just – and obviously, like you said, the Bills Bills fans, four Super Bowls, lost four of them. So you, you kind of have some doubt at some point. But I'm pretty sure I'm, – I'm sure that it's not going that route. You know what I'm saying? Everything will work, out, work itself out. 17-year playoff drought in there. You guys, you guys ended it. Yeah. I think everybody kind of fears that in the hunt graphic, you know, on the TV. Yeah, I fear it, too. I, just, <laughs> I looked at it. Like, I was like, fuck. The Bills are kind of put there at, you know, 500. They're in the hunt. Never. Yeah. It's new team, though. New, new team. day, you're saying. Yes. Adversity hits everyone at some point, and it's hitting us right now. So we just got to learn how to deal with it. And you deal with it just by staying calm? Do you, do you guys yeah. take on the personality of, of your coach? Because it also is a fun, loud, energetic mm -hmm. kind of team that kind of runs counter to the laser beam, calm coach. I don't know. Like, I, I I would say 
the coaches say what they say, but at the same, at the end of the day, it's up to the players. So, like, yes, you said we're an energetic team and things like that, but that's we're going to stay that type of team. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people would be like, hey, well, you need to stop have, have less fun and more football. It's like, well, we won six games while having fun. We lost four games while having fun. It's like we're not going to stop doing what we're doing because we're losing, we lost a game, you know? You want to stick it to people like me saying that this team's not tough enough then, right? Huh? You want to stick it to the doubters saying this team isn't tough enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally. All right. I'm sure we have a lot of questions out there, so I'm going to shut up. Let's uh, just raise your hand. We got a mic, and we'll. Um, Isaiah is, is always an open book, man. You yeah, can ask open him book. Anything. Ask any question. Not. Any, yeah, yeah, any question. <laughs> any, any, yeah, maybe not this or that. <laughs> He's at, uh, we got some mic issues. <laughs> I don't have a favorite Thanksgiving food. I would say my favorite Thanksgiving dish um, is a dessert, the sweet potato pie. Like, I'm not, I don't care for turkey and stuff. Like, you don't like turkey? No, it's too bland. Too, yeah, that's why you put gravy on it. Salt, pepper, yeah, stuffing. I, I just stay away from it. There yeah. are some people who just think Thanksgiving food is terrible. Are you one of those people? No, no. I, I probably eat the turkey with something like, but like, you know, nah. Okay. Well. Anybody else out there? Oh. Right here. We got, we, got a mic, we got a mic right here, too. Perfect. If you could play any other position, what would it be? Mm. All right. Uh, any position. Long snapper. Long snapper? Yep. Yep. Why? So easy. It's it, like, you gotta, all you got to do is snap the ball, get a block here and there. Never probably make a tackle, but it's just like you snap the ball, everything like once the ball's out your hands, that's it. You ain't gotta worry about nothing else. And you get an extension just for snapping. You get a lot of money just for snapping. That's minimum probably, but I mean you could play in the league for 17 years. Yeah, and be, like that's the best life. Yeah, yeah. So, but if you mess up once as a long snapper, you're done. Like one mess up, you're probably done. I don't think so. Thinking of a Giants 49ers wild card game in 02. I don't know if that guy saw the light of day. Well, you can't mess up in those moments. You can, like, I don't know. I'm going to say long snapper, though. Okay. I'm going to keep All it right. a long snapper. All right. Our like, son, Serafino, <laughs> he's over there. We'll, we'll train him to be a long snapper. Get him going about two, three years old, and we'll be set. So much easier. Yeah. But it, would it be fun? I, it wouldn't be that much fun, would it? It doesn't have to be fun. You're rich. <laughs> you want to have fun on a football field. I mean, yeah, you had that fumble and things like But then, hey, you got a chance to bust the game open at any moment. As a long snapper, you don't walk out on the field and say, I'm going to change the game. To no, you just hope you don't screw up. Actually, our long snapper just, he, he made a tackle this past game. Like, and he changed the game. Did he really? Not really. We lost. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, he made a tackle. And, and inside the building, we saw it and we celebrated it. I mean, obviously, fans won't celebrate a snap, but we celebrated his tackle, you know, as hey, teammates. Is, that, is this where I got to say get him, in, get him in at inside linebacker, maybe? No, no, no. Just keep him there. I think he's fine with being there. Okay. And, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, long snapper then. Long there snapper. you go. That's your, that's your answer. Long Good snapper. question. Good question. you could play on any other team, what team would you play on? If you could play any other team, what team would you play for? I can't resist. You were a free agent, so you were <laughs> mulling this decision. Um, who's giving these questions? <laughs> um, Hard hitting. For any other team. 
Ooh. I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills. Aww. Yeah, See, I, I did mean, this show because I didn't think you were politically correct, <laughs> and I didn't think we were gonna get the cliches. No. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I could I could have I could have gone somewhere else, and I didn't. So I guess I prefer to be here. I would say, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if the Buffalo Bills didn't exist at all, right? Probably be the Carolina Panthers or something. Panthers. Yeah, it was it was my favorite team growing up. It's just like I thought it would be cool. I mean, it wouldn't be cool no more. But well, the yeah. Bills are basically the Panthers North. Yeah, I mean, they sign every player on the yes. Panthers. So thanks to Sean McDermott, I know yeah. I noticed that. Like everybody in the building came from the Panthers. That's <laughs> yeah. so true. So off of that though, like I'm always interested to see what guys think about the Patriots and Belichick because I've heard both ends of the spectrum where some guys say he's the worst. It felt like being in, you know, like the military. I couldn't be myself and couldn't like Kenny Moore for the Colts. Mm -hmm. He's pretty honest when we talked about it this last stop. He hated it. He was like depressed when he was in New England as a rookie. Mm -hmm. And then some guys are like, it's the best. You're going to win a lot of games. And if you win, you're happy. I mean, guys in the league talk. What's it like playing for Belichick in New England? From what you've heard. Oh, well, I was, now, you um, haven't been there. But. No, but um, I don't know. I, I feel like if you just, I don't know. I, I feel like if you just follow, trust the process no. of what they're doing, then everything should be fine. You know I'm saying he probably hated it. I mean, it probably was like the military. Like they're, they they have they have a dynasty. You know what I'm saying everything has been. I mean, on the field, is he had a lot of success. Off the field, I mean, I don't know what goes on, but, like, it's just, like, I feel like if you follow the process or if you're a grinder, you can make something of yourself over there. I see a lot of guys that they have all throughout the years. You know, you got Edelman. He played quarterback in college. You got Amendola. Um, Tom Brady was a late-round pick. Uh, a guy like James White. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got a few first-round picks here and there, but they're all about grinding, and I feel like they all grind. They do. I mean, they kind of embrace what we were talking about earlier with just running the ball and being this old-school physical team, too. Yeah. But winning cures everything. I think if you yep. win, guys are going to be happy overall. Yeah. So, yeah. Any other questions out there? Oh, we got a bunch. Anything. Any questions? We got one here, there, and here. In your opinion... What is the, what's your worst favorite team in the NFL? Worst favorite team in the NFL, is that grammar? Worst what? favorite team. So what team do you absolutely despise? Dislike. Yeah. The team you dislike the most. Yes, dislike the most, right? Yeah, thank you. She's, she's young. Um, I wouldn't say I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't dislike any team. I mean, I guess I would have to say the Patriots because they're in our division. But other than that, like, no. You play them twice. Let's give them some bulletin board material. I mean, why do you hate Belichick? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say, I mean, I don't, I don't hate anyone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I, I would say who I would like to beat, obviously, we would like to beat the Patriots, yeah. if anything. So the Patriots, well, not, no. Yeah, that's been. The, I mean, and that, back to your point though. At the start, like when we're kind of, uh, you know, trying to get through this forty-one fifteen game. Yes. Everything's in front of you because you still play the Patriots twice. Yes. Yes. Right. I mean, it's going to come down to those games probably for both teams. Of course. You know, like that's so it. So those are going to be two good games. Two yeah. good games you get to play against a team. She would say, "I dislike." Yeah. So yeah. Does McDermott try to be kind of like a mini Belichick in a way, you think? Mm, I don't think so. Similar, different? No, I, I, I've never met Belichick, yeah. so I wouldn't say. Uh, I don't think so, though. No. Got a question right there. It's the kid's day. Um, what is your favorite thing to do in your free time? Free time, right. Free time. Um, damn, free time. I'm trying to figure out when. Free time. Um, babysit. I babysit. Um, I hang out with um, my teammates, well, two of my teammates, and then, yeah, watch 
Monday night football, Thursday night football. Uh, I went bowling last night, so other than that, like nothing, because there's nothing to do here. Oh, we got to help you out. There's so much to do here in Western New York. You went bowling, though, after yep. the game? Got yep. let off a little steam? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. How, how's your bowling game? People but, can bowl right here at Mister's, too. I mean, they got a bowling alley right back there. Last night, I would say last night, just, we played one game because the place was closing at 11 o'clock, and we got in at 10.45. And the guy was like, you only got time for one game. I'm like, cool. That's fine with me. Does not care that you're in the yeah, bowl. I just, yeah. Well, I didn't say anything. I just like, okay. yeah, me. Just get this one game in. And I think I bowled like a what? 157? Oh. So I'm pretty good bowling. Triple digits? Yeah, I'm pretty good bowling. That's solid. Yeah. Right. I don't think I could hit triple triple digits. I'm terrible. <laughs> Put those gutter gutter stoppers up. We got a couple more. Victoria, right here. Oh, and over here. Sorry. Um, I have a question about... Um your kickoff returns. Um, when you're standing back near the end zone, you <laughs> obviously have three options. Um, when the ball's kicked to you, you can either let it go over your head, obviously raise your hand to make a fair catch, or you can, you know, catch the ball and run like hell. Yeah. Um, what goes through your mind when the ball's kicked? Like, when do you make a decision as to what you're going to do? Well, my last, I would say my last decision is to fair catch the ball. My second to last decision is let it go over my head. My first choice is to catch the run because I don't know the next time I'll get this ball again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I would say I would, ne like, if the ball is going over my head, I really don't want it to. Like, I'm probably pretty upset. But I make that decision as the ball coming down. As it's coming down, it's like, if I can return this, I'm gonna take it. If I can't, then I won't. So it's just, it's, it's not a hard decision, but I choose the, the wrong one most of the times. It's gotta be hard to process because it's like, like you say, you don't get the ball out on offense, so yeah. you wanna make a play. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the coaches are telling you, all right, if it's kick this far, do Yeah, they this, what this they far. tell me, they tell me to stand three yards in the end zone. If it goes three yards in the end zone, take it. If it goes anything past three yards in the end zone, you know, just leave it there. But um, other than that, they don't tell you, say, hey, if you got it, take it. Because, I mean, obviously, like I said before, I am the best returner in the league right now. So there you go. You, you kind of give me that leeway to take the ball. Right? But other than that, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's kind of smooth sailing. Can always plead ignorance, right? Oh, I thought I was three yards deep when I was yeah. nine yards deep. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite Christmas song? Mm. I, to be completely honest, right? Completely honest. I don't know many. Like, I don't listen to Christmas music. Oh. Definitely not listening to Justin Bieber. Not a Justin Bieber fan. No. Uh, he does have some jams. I mean, I listen to Sam Smith. Sam Smith is the closest right. thing I'm getting to Christmas. Isaiah is a big Sam Smith fan. He's got to have a Christmas album somewhere, somehow. Well, when he has a Christmas album, I'll start listening. Other than that. Don't, don't you want to get in the spirit? Don't you want to get into the Christmas, you know? I enjoy like, Christmas. I enjoy other people's music. So like whoever Christmas song is playing outside, that's yeah. what I'm listening to. But like Man. Yeah. Then Mariah Carey comes on and you don't just start well, tapping. I know, I know, I know that one. I know that one, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite. Like it's just like common. Like if I put it on, it's like, okay, this it's cool. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Yeah, uh, I pretty much watch all of them. All of them. <laughs> but I like, I don't know, like I'm not, I don't, like if somebody's playing a Christmas movie, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to put it on myself. Yeah, we, we, you know, we should get some homework going here. Maybe, you know, <laughs> you know, it's Thanksgiving this week, so watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's a classic. Fantastic Is that a movie. Thanksgiving movie? Yeah, yeah, there's not many of them, but it. 
Right, it qualifies a Thanksgiving movie. We got people here that have seen it. Planes, John what? Candy planes, is unbelievable. Planes. planes, trains, and automobiles. Has anyone seen that? Who's seen it? As a show of hands. Oh, beautiful. One, four, four. And actually, the best scene in that movie when he's John Candy's driving the wrong way, it was filmed on 219. John Candy. Yeah. Who, who is that? Oh, Del Griffith. R.I.P. No idea. He's no longer with us. He was hilarious in that movie. So, It's going to be on every channel this week. If you can work it in between you know, getting ready for the Saints, which probably, probably more important. I don't know. Yeah. Although this is important. It's got a good <laughs> message. It's got a very good message. Victoria. If you talked about this on the one you guys recorded last week, I didn't watch it yet. I'm really sorry. But I was wondering... Did you have any like encounters? <laughs> Did you have any encounters with Jets fans? Because we were at that game and they were like the nastiest fans that we've ever come in contact with. So I didn't know if like they were like talking smack that you could hear or anything like that. No. Really? No. Oh my God! They when? Were at the Jets game last 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 like, week. At the tailgates? Like, no, uh, I know you're not there. But like, like when the stands, you score, are they, like, are they like ripping you from the no. stands or anything? No, they can't. Their record is. Yeah. <laughs> they're the Jets. They're the Jets. That's like, fair. I was just wondering because a guy was with his child and he had a, some choice words for me on his way out, like right in front of his young son. So I just didn't yeah. know if, like, when you scored, they were screaming anything or. No. It's no. good. They probably were sharing for Dad of the Year stuff right there. Dad of the Year. Yeah. Are, are, you've heard some stuff from fans, I'd imagine. Like, yeah, the yeah. Field. The Bills fans? Oh, of course. Yeah. Bills fans? Yeah. Good and no, bad. Kidding. Yeah, good no, and bad. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple more out here. Oh, oh man, we got a lot uh, of questions. We got uh, 11 minutes. I like. A lot of I, I have more of a correction or like a comment. Go ahead. But, uh, Go ahead. You were talking about the salsa dancing before, and like, when are we gonna see that? We we did. We saw it last week. I don't know if it was on the broadcast or not, but is that your cell like your celly with digs? Because oh, the celebration! You, you right. know, that was just our handshake. Well, the thing is, I didn't make that up. He did, and it was yeah. just like, "You're stealing my stuff." Like, he wanted to do the handshake so he can salsa, but it's like, he's bad at it. Yeah, like I, you can't see him in the pit, the video that I saw. It was like a social media. I think it was the Bills posted it, and you can't really see him until he runs off. Well, you could see you. I mean, you were hitting it pretty good. And then, like, he... he it's like he, he was though, falling like, over, right? Like, yeah, I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, that's, he, it, that wasn't the main celebration. It was just, like, our handshake, and he kind of, like, put it in there. Like, somehow, I just, like, knew he wanted to do it, so I just kind of, like... It looked pretty over. fluid, so it looked yeah. like it was planned. So it was, yeah. Appreciate that. You're right. You're right, though, right? Because it, it, it wasn't on the broadcast, but I think the Bills put something out, and you could see it. Anyway, do, do you like plan that stuff out? Do, no. do guys actually talk about celebrations? No. Like if so I like, score a touchdown, we are doing this in this spot in the end zone. No. So like I was saying, like he just came to me and I kind of like, we connected. It's like, hey, we're going to salsa. But we didn't say it. It just happened. So like. It's the best kind. Yeah. All right. We have another question. Hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's my daughter, Ella. <laughs> Fantastic job. I was wondering if you enjoyed your Halloween candy. I haven't finished it, but I'm chewing on them as we speak. But I appreciate that's right. That. I'm I'm doing my best I can. I got I don't want to chew too much because I got to go to dentist. <laughs> a lot of candy. That's a, a big bag. A lot of candy. candy. Um, one more question. Um, I was just wondering, um, who makes the decision on what uniforms you wear at each game, and is there a favorite one that you have? Um, I don't know who makes those decisions. Number two, my favorite would be the all red, the the color rush. Yeah, all red. I love those. But yeah, the first question, I have no idea. You've like had your best games in the All Reds, mm -hmm. I want to say, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I like those. Ask away. He's Corey, good to see you, man. Eight minutes. So, good to see you too, Ty. So last week you hurt yourself against the Jets. Um, 
Yeah. In the post-game press conference the next day, uh, Sean McDermott said to you, you're fine, that he did a little Mr. Miyagi on you. Did he say anything to you after you hurt your ankle, or do you understand the reference? Say it again. The Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Uh, Sean McDermott said he did a little Mr. Miyagi on you uh-huh. when you hurt your ankle. Did he say anything to you, or? No. He didn't say anything to me. He just said, just get back out there. He was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. And then like, <laughs> I was so, just like... So we saw a little Sean McDermott uh, humor is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of it. You know what I'm saying? And he doesn't have a lot of it, but that was a good one. All right, all right. So, yeah. Do you know, you know who Mr. Miyagi is then? <sighs> oh, man, Isaiah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say need to culture the you. dude off Karate Kid. What? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I didn't think he did. <laughs> I got it. We got a couple more minutes if there's any more questions out there. Ask away. Anything. Anything. What's your favorite holiday? Um, favorite favorite holiday. holiday. Is New Year's a holiday? I'm going to yeah. go with New Year's. New Year's. Same. Why, why New Year's? I don't hear that very often. Because I feel like a lot of people are happy on New Year's. Like, they're very happy. Celebrating, just celebrating life. Christmas, sorry. Once I stop getting gifts, I stop it. Stop liking Christmas. Yeah, you don't even listen to Christmas music yeah. or watch any Christmas movies. So. Nope, because I got to give out all these gifts. It's just fine. It's just cool. <laughs> but I don't get anything. Right? So you're more of a Scrooge, you'd say. A what? <laughs> Scrooge? Christmas Carol? Scrooge. No? All right. Is it like the same thing right. as a Grinch? After you watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles this week, watch, watch A Christmas Carol. There's like a million of them next week. Muppets Christmas, Christmas Carol. Probably number one on that power ranking. Got it. Okay. Oh, man, it, these, these kids, they're bringing the heat with these questions yeah. tonight. Is he, who do you think's better than the Bills? <laughs> Hard hitting. Hmm. Ooh, um, who's better than the Bills? Right. Better than the Bills. Hmm. The team with the best record. There you go. Yep. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know how to answer that question. And I hate that I can't answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. You know what? Nobody. Nobody. Right. Got it. Nobody. Well, all right. Than the Bills. Let's finish with this then. Every for everybody here. Give them a little hope then for the rest of the season. Why should people think the Buffalo Bills are the best team in the NFL? Because you're a Bills fan. That's what you're supposed to think. Fan is short for fanatic. (laughs) When the going's good, they believe. When it's not, people jump ship. And the people that don't don't jump ship just trust the process. There's that trust the process again. We're, we're going to ban those words on this podcast. I'm not going to allow it. No more trust the process. You can't ban those words because this is a part of the process. <laughs> like, well, I would infiltrate the process. Because <laughs> you think about it, if we, would, if we were going undefeated, the process would be working. You know what I'm saying? But now we're not undefeated. We're six and four. There's still a process. <laughs> With being perfect and not perfect. It's, I mean, it's foolproof. You can't criticize the pro. Anything could happen, and you could just say, oh, it's just part of the process. Correct. Right. Correct. So I can't, I can't buy into the process then, because it literally could be anything. I mean, it's a 50 50. <laughs> you can buy in, not buy in. But if it works. See, I, I, I didn't buy like, in. It's that's like what's not on the team. It's like I the guess. stock market. It's like the stock market. Like, yeah, I'm going to buy I'm gonna, like stocks here, but it's just like, if it doesn't work, then. Doesn't work. But so if the it does process work, is still it's still ongoing then, right now. This the season. process is always ongoing. Okay, always. Okay, well there you have it. All right. So trust the process, basically. Just trust the process. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, everybody, for coming out tonight. That was awesome. Great questions. 
This is the Isaiah McKenzie Show. Isaiah, we know it was a rough Sunday, so we appreciate you coming out, hanging out, talking about it, and we'll do this again soon. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Well, Thanks a lot, everyone. Thank you.